Welcome back to the Gold Advantage for episode three. This is your number one destination for all esports betting insights and picks. It's your boy Scoot. I'm back with Nikita and Chris, and I think we're ready to get into chatting about this week. Um, to start you off, I have a light little Call of Duty update, considering there was uh, an actual in-game update. So, along with this update, they fixed the start glitch um, that was happening in Hardpoint, which was causing certain teams to win. Apologies to Toronto, you're never going to touch another home series victory. Um <laughs> As well as uh, there's been some interesting developments. I think Shotzi allegedly found a new movement that's completely broken on the other players' camera when you do it to them, as well as uh, the RAM being used here and there. So there might be a new gun meta um, on certain maps. We've seen certain players use the RAM, a lot of amateurs using it. And finally, interestingly enough, of course, in the interest of the business at Activision, Season 5 drops, and in the update, there's a note that there will be weapon tweaking later in the season, and what's interesting there is that they could literally drop a weapon update a week before champs and just fuck the meta. So, uh, we're interested to see what happens there. We'll definitely keep you updated on Twitter, um, as well as at the, on the podcast. So, I don't know if Nikita and Chris have anything to say about this, but that's just my like, update. I just can sense the bitterness of a Toronto winning still. I guess time doesn't heal all wounds. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, hopefully that weapons update doesn't suddenly drop right before playoffs and, and mess everything up. I think that we want a bit more stability, especially with everything that's happened, but uh, have to wait and see. Nikki, can you check your um, account balance and see if they've refunded us for those atrocious losses that we the, had to incur? You mean the ones where a team basically cheated to win? Unfortunately, for some reason, that's a-okay. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah i know like it's all cool makes sense yeah um i guess since we're talking yeah. updates maybe a recap of last week we did pretty good overall i think um you know rogue we big believers in that we highlighted that i hope you guys are following us on twitter at underscore gold advantage um if you place the bets yes best gifts, there, best gifts best, ever yeah. Yeah. big money blives big on the gifts um but rogue paid out big times we were big believers in that uh we also called out the sk upset so that came out really nice um i think tsm upset over c9 we got that at 3.05 so that was money and then i guess that team liquid and gg parlay that we did and uh golden guardians just first dragon so like overall pretty good weekend came out pretty profitable um would have been way more if the vcs and uh EVS was Cerberus hadn't screwed us yeah. over. Let's not, let's make sure we're not patting ourselves on the back too much. Yeah, I think we're also forgetting that uh, Vitality screwed the pooch again with the four lay parlay because we had Shalka, Rogue First Tower, Mad Lions, and G two parlayed together, and they fucked us by beating Mad Lions after losing a game where we had them as the underdog last week. Listen, I mean, yeah, I get salty very quickly. I think you can hear it in my voice. Um, same show with Toronto. I don't know. Fuck that. <laughs> it's whatever. To be honest, I'm more cut up. We had an eight, well, nine-way parlay, which is our poor one out for the gods. If um, Cerberus had just gotten that map one first dragon, they got in map two. If they got in that, we would have basically one and a half times our profit for that weekend was just off of that. Like, huge, huge payout there. Um, I don't know what they were doing, but I watched the match. It just... They just weren't paying attention, it seems. But whatever, we still came out like that's the thing. We still came out pretty big, so I'm pretty happy. 
I mean, so to be oh, go ahead, Scoot. To be clear on that, like we we approached that bet with yeah, it's a sunk cost already. But to see it go all green and then one red is just an absolute fucking tragedy. Um, yeah. yeah, that one just hurt. <laughs> I can't really I'll pull one out for the gods. That. Yeah, that's that. Maybe we should explain. I'll pull one out for the gods is our offering to the gods. And we just pick, you know, some outrageous series of bets, map scores, uh, first dragons, all of that. And you, you try to get it as big as possible, basically. And then we just drop a tiny amount, but it's paying out, you know, like 200 times um it's always good fun it is the closest we managed to get though so yeah. i was like oh my god that would have been it, that it, been so it did feel like it wasn't quite pouring one out for the gods because we tried to make it a little bit too educated we tried to gain the system a little bit too much um no i'm okay with that the gods likes winners the gods like winners the odds in that case were only 44 so it would have been a nice win you know, I think the bigger takeaway is just the inconsistency, the inconsistency around vitality, and it's definitely something to watch out for in this upcoming week. Yeah, I mean, since we're talking about it, why don't we just jump into um, the LEC? What are you guys' thoughts over the whole weekend? Who are you guys bullish on? Who are you bearish on? I mean, starting off on Friday, I just easily have rogue taking on vitality, but uh, the overall weekend, I think holistically. Um, Listen, Shock is coming in at underdogs again. They need to win out to have that 75% chance to make playoffs, I think is what you said, Nikita. Yeah, there's like, oh, well, it's all the different outcomes that can happen. If they go, if they win the next two matches out of 75% of the outcomes, they make playoffs. Um, I think that would be huge considering how bad they were playing initially. Um, and I actually, to be honest, I would rather have them in playoffs than some of the other teams. Yeah, I mean... I'm bullish on the hot hand. You know how it goes. It's, uh, esports are somewhat momentum-based here and there. There's a week off in between, so it's a little tough to tell. Uh, I am also very bullish on G2. I think they looked reminiscent of old G2. And moving forward, I think they're just going to smack the shit out of teams. So, 100% with you. G2, I called it last week. And they're not dropping a game. They're going to lock in that top four spot for playoffs, and they're going to smash. Um, I also really would like to see Schalke kind of win it and make it through. I'm I'm not hot on Fnatic. I think they they are just not playing well. They're in fifth place at the moment. Their stats are not good. Um, I'm just yeah. I think they're I think they're a, they don't really deserve that sixth place. Uh, if they make it in, whatever. I mean, we also have Schalke coming in at favorites for the first time in I don't know how long against Vitality later in the weekend. So I, I think that's interesting. I think they've earned a little respect from the book. It's true. Chris? Yeah, I mean, let, let's just jump in, right? The LEC, it's historically known for upsets, right? We keep calling it Upset City. And so, you know, these are still best of ones. Um, anything can happen. I don't love seeing Schalke becoming a, a favorite over Vitality. I think that that, to me, is an easy pick for the upset. Vitality taking it over Schalke. Um, I know that's a Saturday match. For Friday, I love seeing things like Misfits, being able to have the upset over Mad Lions at 3.05. I just think still like 3.2 now. 3.2 oh, now. Wow. Even juicier. Um, I like that even better then. Uh to yeah, me. But they, but is... they fail to close out so often. Of course they do. But the, don't forget, LEC is upset cities are best of ones. Everyone, I mean, I know we're getting closer to playoffs, so things teams should be locking in, but just last week you have Mad Lions losing to Vitality. 
Are you going to tell me which team's better, Vitality or Misfits? I mean, Misfits, but I my issue with it is that we've been burnt. Uh, we've been burnt by basically Misfits so many times where they had good games and they just can't close it out. I mean, you're also you're also using transitive property here, which I don't always agree with. I think in terms of the Big Misfits Madline game. That. No, it, it's fair. Like that doesn't work in sports usually, um, especially esports is what I've kind of just seen over the over the course of watching most. The transitive property has never let me down. Okay, ever. well then I don't know what the f- what the fuck you're using it. I, look, um, yeah, and I mean, look, but those odds are great. It is upset city, so it's kind of hard for me to say that. Like, yeah, is it is it worth putting a little bit on misfits? Yeah, I think so because we we managed to see so many upsets that you just wouldn't ex- expect. How many times have we doubted Schalke and they've just won in the past few weeks? Um, so I definitely see that. I'm not hot on Vitality. I think Vitality is a bit of a mess. And I think Schalke at 1.71, they're playing so well. They're playing hot. They seem to figure things out. I think that's a nice little bet to take. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, of course, in the mindset that Schalke is uh, disgusting right now. Yeah, um, Based off of your words, I think Schalke is the best team in the league. They are. Let's <laughs> so circle you should never back, bet though. against 100 Thieves first dragon. Ever. Listen, listen, let's circle back though to the Misfits Mad Lions game. I think we're missing something there. Uh, Misfits right 73% first dragon against Mad Lions 33%. There's a lot of value there in that 40% gap, especially because Misfits, as the underdog in the match, has better odds on first dragon. They have 2.08. They are the underdog to get first dragon. They are the underdog in the game. And I think that's usually how it works out. Usually your underdog is going to have your underdog in all your prop bets. But there's definitely a lot of value there. I think they're aggressive on the dragon, and there's a good chance that they get it. Yeah, I I, I do love exactly what you're saying, Scoot. I kind of want to bet the house on that Misfits first dragon at 73%. Um, knowing that the game will go multiple ways, but, but you uh, smart way to, the smart way to go about it would be tap that first dragon, watch live, let Misfits get it. The Mad Lion odds are going to shoot up because they'll be losing the early game and then you just hammer mad lions to come back and win it all and then you're double dipping and you're making lots and lots of cash we do like that double dip um you were giving me a little bit of shit about sk before we started the podcast i do and i want to talk more about this because you also have og getting destroyed by xl you've got sk beating g2 I, yeah. That's what I heard you say before. No, 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 no. I, I put down G2. Yeah, he's got G2. I have G2, I've too. I've got G2. I have I SK know. beating OG on Saturday. So let's talk about it. Tell me more. Why Why should I believe in SK? Well, you're, you're, well why shouldn't you? Like, they are, I think they are massively underrated. You were talking about it. You were like, they're not a great team. They're third. They're in third place right now. And uh, even Scott, you were like, oh, they're a mid-ranking team. They're not. They are a top. And they have like basically been in the top four the whole split. But for some reason, everyone is looking at SK and thinking like, hey, they're not that great. Yeah, actually, they're a really solid team. And when you start looking at their stats across the board, they are up there. They're in the top four across the board. Most of them, the way their wins are, they're more dominant than pretty much every other team. They're top three there. It's it's a bit mad to me how SK for some reason, whatever reason it is, actually I think the casters even touched on it last week. You just feel like they're uh, you know bottom four team 
um, or hitting that mid-level, but they are way better than I think most people recognize. Um, and I think that the, they're smash Origin, who at the moment is a dumpster fire. I think Origin is just a mess. They don't know what their problems are. Uh, and which is surprising because they have a they have a good coach. They're a good org. They're good players. I don't know what's wrong with them. Um, and I have XL beating them because I think XL is also on a bit of a tear. I don't think XL is the greatest team. I think they're they're middling, but uh, I think they're better than Origin. I think XL has figured out what how to play. Patrick is playing out of his mind. Yeah, easy, easy take that. XL over OG, no problems. I think the the odds on that are one point eight nine, so generous. Yeah. Um, and well, it's one point eight nine across the board. Yeah, it's, and it's SK is, is also one point eight nine against Origin, yeah. which is mad. We're talking about the seventh place team against the third place team. Okay, so I'm hearing everything you're saying. I like it. I like it a lot. To me, what you are advocating for is putting at least one unit then on SK to beat G2. There's so much value there. Yeah, Uh no. Like, so do I think SK and G2 can match up and do well? Yes, absolutely. Um, And the odds are great there. They are 2.84. So I'm not going to, if if someone is like, I'm I'm riding that SK train, choo-choo. Then Choo-choo. fucking hop aboard, <laughs> motherfucker. You know we're we're going to we're going to town there, and I'm totally for it. However, you know, on the podcast, I'm not going to suddenly then go after I've just said that G2 are not going to lose a match last week, and I've reiterated it. I can't come in now and be like, oh, by the way, uh, SK is going to be G2. No, I guess some what? consistency there. Um, but fucking tickets, please. I'm I'm getting off the fucking train because they're not beating G2. So that's all I have to say. I think, listen, look at all the statistics you want. It's a G2 that didn't play well for the first however many weeks. And then they fucking have showed up for the past two and beaten the shit out of teams. And it's going to continue. So just get ready for that fucking train. G2 steamrolls SK. You heard it here first. Like, they're going to run through them. They're going to run through their second match this weekend. And they're going to be fucking sitting pretty ready for playoffs. Ready to just keep smoking teams. That's what it. about you, Chris? How do you feel about G two? You you said they were trash. They weren't gonna, Not make, gonna playoffs, make playoffs, <laughs> uh, but they're top four right now. They're tied actually for third and fourth place with SK, looking good. Uh, how, what are so, your thoughts, so Chris? Big money blibs. Thoughts. Here's my thoughts. I'm looking for value. I don't. I don't care about any of your bullshit. Oh, that's value. Whatever. Oh, now God. you're talking about value. Suddenly, you made big, big calls Yo, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, yeah, Chris. You know what's valuable? You know it's fucking valuable, Chris. Money. Picking the winning valuable. team, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> so here's here's how I'm gonna beat you both back and make more money than either one of you combined. Okay. I'm gonna do a. I'm gonna do a two way G two parlay. Yeah. In both matches over Misfits and SK pays out one point eight three. Which I like. You can put a couple units on that, and I'll just dabble one unit here and there on SK Gaming to be G two to cover myself. Um, that that's the way I'm going to win this out, and that's the way that we're going to go about this. You know, I, you know I do I like lo- your I love I do, the I, confident bets where what will happen is G two G two. Yeah, where you're hedging. Well, I, I mean, well, like, and look, we have it. We have edge or hedge. Sometimes right. it's the smart play. Like when you see the stats, and we get this in COD all the time, and it's awesome. You suddenly see, like, hey. I, I know the match is going to go either way. Scoot is great at predicting that. And we're getting awesome odds on both sides. Yeah, you're diluting it. But when you're guaranteeing money, who doesn't like that? 
Yeah, I'm a big Listen, I'm decent at predicting the way the game's going, especially on momentum swings. The problem is, <laughs> I love sticking the original bet. So, <laughs> I mean, as much as hedging is good, and I, I do think it's good practice, I just have this weird uh, obsession with sticking the bet for more money. Maybe it's a problem, but you guys have talked me out of it a couple times, and it's worked out well. So, I don't really have a problem with hedging at all. Um, definitely the smart move at the end of the day. Yeah, but. I- yeah. Nikki, I think to your point, I do love the fact that everyone seems to be thinking about SK and then you look at the stands and, oh, wait, they're actually tied for third. And so I think that that is. Um, and they have been like, they're so good. They are really right. good. They're just not flashy. That, that, that's just so interesting to me, right? Like, OK, I'm definitely going to put down a, a, a small amount of capital then on SK to beat G2. I know everyone again, like. G two is the 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 favorite. They have the best pedigree, but everything you're telling me makes me want to say, "Great, this is a perfect opportunity for an upset in Upset City." I don't disagree with you because also we've talked about how there's on on the the betting sites there's a massive bias towards G two when they were playing like trash. They were still getting uh, favorite odds, and it just didn't make sense. Uh, and SK, who is tied with them at two point eight four. That's that's the sort of odds we were seeing on Schalke when they were at the start of the split and the worst team in the league. So, you know what? From a value, I can't argue against it. It is a great bet. You should definitely take that. But I'm not taking Vitality. It will it will go it will go one of two ways. That's true. <laughs> well, let me tell you what I'm not going to be taking. I'm not going to be taking Schalke at 1.7. I don't think there's value there. Team Vitality could absolutely come back. They beat Mad Lions last weekend. They can easily beat Schalke. I don't think there's enough of a of a edge there. I do like. I really do like Schalke at 2.4 over Fnatic. That to me is value. Um, there's no way you can talk me into fucking taking Schalke at 1.7. Good, yeah. Good joke. Good night. Not happening. Well, I will give a shout out to the site that we often use, Oracles and Lexia. Uh, we're talking to Tim, who created the site, and he was tweeting about just how good Rogue is, though. Um, we've been so big on Rogue for so long now, uh, and it seems like every week we're, we're you know, uh, trying to put money down on them, and we keep calling out the fact that they're the underdogs. Again, Rogue against Mad Lines, Rogue's the underdog for some reason. It just doesn't make sense. Um, when you're looking at the stats, they are way above Mad Lions. Uh, I mean, Mad Lions is in second place, but it's Rogue that is in first place by far. Um, they just seem to sometimes not close things out. Uh, but it, it's, I still, they are clearly, they, they are the number one team in Europe at the moment. Um, and I think the best of one format is what hurts them because the mistakes they make, I think, could be corrected over a best of three. It's just one game would be bad luck. But I don't understand why, um, you know, the, the, the odd makers are just so hell-bent on putting them as an underdog. I love it because we've made so much money on betting on Rogue. Yeah, I agree with that. But, I mean, I don't think it's bad luck when you consistently have trouble closing out games in the second half. Um, I think there's definitely I mean, a problem. Uh, Consistency is a bit strong. Way. They've lost four games. Yeah, fair enough. But what, when have they lost those four games? You, like it's not the off the rip of the game. Like it's they're, they're not getting yeah. outdrafted or anything. They're losing that when they should be winning. And I think if anything, they should be fucking thirteen and two or even fifteen and zero. Um, the way they've been playing for the most part, but they've choked a few games here and there. And I think it's a little bit troublesome 
they're still dominant though. They keep the yeah, it's when the it's around that mid game part where the, the maps open, they've done so well early, and then they seem to just kind of lose the the flow a little bit. Um and that's where actually if you're looking at the mid game mid to late game rating, yeah. where the, they're half of Mad Lines on that point, but Mad they are the highest by quite a bit in the first early game. I, and it's more like I don't even know if it's choking. They just seem to give the other teams the opportunity to get back into it. And good enough teams like G two do take advantage of it. Nonetheless, I'm I'm like at two ten over um, Mad Lines. Absolutely would take that. Yeah, hundred percent. I think what we're looking at here for early game and mid late game rating. What I've kind of learned about it, reading through it over and over again, and watching games is that that early game rating only sets up your mid late game rating. And the higher that rating is, the higher of a chance that your mid-late number is going to have an impact on the game. Yeah, It's like your, your mid-late is only as good as your early. So, I mean, take that with a grain of salt, I guess. But Mad Lines does close out when they get the lead. Like, that is what they're good at. So. And then looking, again, our last kind of value play, and I think we should probably move on. But, Nikki, as you're saying, XL over Fnatic. Again, Fnatic dumpster fire. We're betting against them. Um, XL Fnatic, same same place in the table. So they've that means they've both won and lost the same number of matches. Yet XL is getting a two point six six. Like that's insane value. There's no way that that should be that high. Um, I think this is a massive opportunity for us to really beat down that t- upset in this case. To me, not an upset, but your thoughts there, Nikki? No, I think people are underestimating XL. That they're they're not they're not the best team. I'm not going to pretend like they're top four, but they are a middle-of-the-pack team, and they've really had a lot of improvements since the start of the split. Um, and I think that Patrick's just playing out of his mind. They're, they, they're a good org. They're solid, and it's been great to see them just kind of steadily improve uh, from split to split. Fnatic, just there's so much loyalty and history behind that, and obviously you have to, such incredibly talented players on the team. They should be doing so much better. When you look at their stats, um, and this is the, and I bring up the stats because, like, when I watch them play, I'm like, this just does not feel clean. It does not feel good. Um, but those are feelings. So it's like I look to the stats. It's like, is this just a bias? And then I look at the stats, and I'm like, no, it is not good. Um, and XL is much better than I think people would expect them to be. So that's definitely an upset. And like you said, it's great. The odds that are being offered there, way too harsh against XL. Um, and way too generous for that, that uh, I think, Fnatic bias or the, those tier one org biases like G2, Fnatic. I think people are allowing the history of the orgs and the name brand of the org to impact um, their value. I don't mind it because, hey, go crazy. I'll, I'll just take your money. But uh, you need to look out for those sorts of things. Yeah. I mean, we love value. That's kind of the name of the game, right? Like, <laughs> it's not about who we think's going to win, and it's not about the history behind an org. We love where the lines are good, and if people are going to bet that way, fuck it, let them. I mean, yeah, there's history, and there's always a chance that, like, teams that have been together for a while return to form, right? I used to be the same way with NIP and Counter-Strike. Shit didn't happen. After that fucking magical run, it just didn't come together ever again, and... Yeah, I think there's a lot of that stuff, but it's also just, you know, we're, we're looking at it. It's like, if you're a fan, that's great. And if you want to throw a bit there, by all means, 
Uh, but that's not what this podcast is about. It's not what we're yeah. about. That's not what we're about at all. All and right. So real quick, fun. Nikki, Scoot, give me your one pick for the LEC on Friday. What are you going with? Your number one. You go first, Scoot. I'm in. You put Schalke as underdogs. I'm taking it. 2.4, baby. Easy money. But I do have a little parlay for Friday. Um, I put this together quickly. I think it's good, though. I think, it, of course, it has Schalke in it. Um, I've got Rogue, Schalke, G2. Pays out at 4.77. I think that's a good parlay for at least like a unit from your portfolio. Um, and if it hits, you're sitting pretty on a four times multiple. That works well for me. Um, I think... Uh, you know what? I am tempted. I'm, I don't want to take this. Chris, are you going for the SK 2.84? Uh, I haven't. You go first. I go I'm first. Okay. Well it. then, you know what? Like if, if it is value, I think, I think G2, you know, I've called it, but in that sense of it, that is such great value on SK at the moment, 2.84 to beat G2, that that's just huge. And I, I think that would be really good. If I can't pick that one, um, I go for rogue all day, all day, baby. They're the number one team, they're the best team. I think they're sorting there. They had last week, they looked good uh, coming into playoffs. I think they're going to beat Mad Lions and 2.1 on them. It's just too good. Okay. I'm I'm always looking for a combination of both winning and value. I think the Misfits first dragon over Mad Lions. I love this. I love it when you start talking numbers to me. It, it just makes me so happy. Um 73% versus 33%. Again, I think that the real opportunity there is kind of what I laid out, where you are you hit the Misfits first dragon to begin with. You'll see the odds for Mad Lion to win climb. You're going to get much better odds in the future. And then about 10 to 15 minutes in, you put another unit down on Mad Lions to come back and reverse the odds. And you know, you're going to get double power right there, and that's where I'm going to pick. So I'm going to go Misfits first dragon over Mad Lion. Um, that's my pick for that for Friday. I think that's great. Um, yeah, we'll sum that up again at the end there. But I think, look, there's a lot of stuff that's good on the LEC. Jumping over LCS, uh, what's your weekend overview, guys? Who are you? Who are you hot on? Who are you not hot on? Chris, I mean, why there's do not you much going on? on oh wait, on Friday. No, no, Chris can go ahead, but there's just not a lot going on on Friday. We do have a lot Saturday and Sunday, however. Yeah, but what about the whole weekend? Yeah, like, who are you hot? Who are you not hot on? Like, just, like, the overview. Chris, you want to give us a little look at your mindset? Well, C9 is still easily the best team, uh, despite Team Liquid coming in and having the nice, or um, TSM beating the, or TSM beat Team Liquid. Right? My fucking... (laughs) I I think you lost that a little bit. I'm... You know what? It's interesting because Liquid is in first place and Cloud9 is tied for second at the moment. And Cloud9 is it, it is not looking great for them um, when you're looking at, I think they're two and five right now in the second half. Uh, there's a question there. Are they, are they really, are they experimenting or are they not? There was a great article from Kian uh, Lam on uh, LOL Esports. And use a great quote from uh, Bojack Horseman, Wanda the Owl says, you know, it's funny when you look at someone through rose colored glasses, all the red flags just look like flags. I'm a huge Cloud9 fan. It's a bias of mine. I try to check it, but it's kind of got to be said that, that they've been playing some traditional comps recently and they've been getting beaten. Team Liquid, on the other hand, is looking very clean um, and not giving up a lot of things. And that just makes me question okay well 
is Cloud9 still the number one team? You know, it looks clean. Hunter Thieves first dragon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just fucking around. Um, no, genuinely though, I watching that Golden Guardian C9 game, I thought they looked clean across the board. Um, yes. I think they just took care of business, and I think that's what good teams do. And they, I don't know if they exposed Cloud9. They just kind of outplayed them, like standard across the board. They just ran through it, and they had control of the map pretty much the entire game, except at one point, I think they let Cloud9 get a couple of dragons in a row. Um, but for the most part, they didn't really ever lose their grip on that game. I'll give um, you a great stat for GG because I'm also big on them. They're eight and three since uh the start of this. Uh, for since I think they started split one and four. Um, again, that's I'm um, shout out to Kian Lamb on Lolly Sports for that little stat. Um, but they're eight and three. They're just playing well. They're solid. I can't say they're super flashy. I can't say anything around that. I just think across the board, they're playing well. I think FBI is just become a bit of a monster. Um, so I'm definitely hyped to see how they, they do this final week. But it is tough. TSM as the first match. I mean, across the board, though, like Golden Guardians, Haunter and Damon, DeMonte, sorry. Demonte in the mid lane. I mean, dude, he was just he was dominant across the board. Um, like both of them, they both played really well. They're just fragging out, if that's a term in league. Um, but I mean, you know, they took control of the game and they didn't let it go. So that's what good teams do. And I think they're looking in form as we move on. I'm bullish on GG uh, moving forward. That's just what I want to my weekend. I, I like the Bay. I like Golden Guardians. You know, I got to be honest. The LCS just kind of bores me. I don't get that excited about any given match. Like, I'm looking across the board, across all the matches throughout the weekend, and I just don't care. So, to me, I'm going to lock in, again, on the statistics. Um, I do love to see things like TSM, first tower, 75%. Golden Guardians, first tower, 38%. To me, there's value. Um, Again, going to Golden Guardians. Golden Guardians, first dragon, though. They're aggressive early. Uh, 75% TSM only 38%. So I'm going to throw money on the percentages, figure out some different, you know, unique opportunities there. Where, where is there a um, disparity in how the two teams play? But I got to be honest, I, I, I just don't care about the LCS. It's kind of crazy. I, I'm American. I should care. But I just get so much more excited about watching the uh, LEC. So I know it's a big debate. Currently, LCS not doing it for me. Sorry, guys. I think just to run through, I guess, the LCS Friday, um, which is kind of what's important right now because we'll, we'll go through Saturday and Sunday, uh, start of Saturday, I think. Um, Cloud9 versus Dignitas, there's literally just not much there at all. Um, Cloud9's at 1.15 odds. <laughs> literally the book's guaranteeing them to win, essentially. Um, it's honestly not even worth putting your money on. If you want to draw a little bit more value out of that for a parlay, uh, C9 should get first Baron based on the statistics um, and the fact that they're just a better team across the board. I guess the way, like, uh, <laughs> the rose-colored glasses thing, do we see Dig winning this? I don't know, no. Nikki. That's, that's no, 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 no way. Yeah. I was talking more like, and this is why, like, I like you know, before the weekend starts, I like to talk about the whole weekend, what I'm looking at, and and we're kind of getting a bit of insight. This is the final week, so like, what happens when we go into playoffs? That's what I was more referring to. And Cloud 9s gonna win, go two zero. I mean, it's CLG, Stignitas, whatever. Let's just like, and th- I guess that's boring, 
for for big money blivs. Um, I enjoy it. I, I like the, but it is true that the LCS is way more uh, balanced, and you know, top teams typically beat the lower ranked teams. It's you don't have as many upsets. But uh, yeah, that Golden Guardians versus TSM. Hey, that's a pretty interesting one. Um, there is an opportunity there, but I think actually. Chris, you made a great point. It's more around the statistics. I don't think the upsets are going to happen, but you have things like uh, TSM First Tower that you called out that I think is is a really nice one. Uh, you know, Team Liquid, uh, they get First Dragon, and I, the odds on that are super generous at like 1.5. Uh, first, uh, first Blood for FlyQuest is so bloodthirsty against CLG. And CLG just swapped out their mid laner, Pobelter, who was performing so well. I think the odds of that when I last checked were 1.64. Great. Free money. I'll 100% take that. No problem. Um, so that's that's where the value in, in the LCS really comes from. Looking at the statistics, trying to find the edges, uh, and, and what can you do with that. But yeah. I think, like you said, it's kind of straight across the board, but there's a few. You can find you can find the the diamonds in the rough. There's value to be had, no doubt. But just across the board, boring as fuck. I'm ready to move on. <laughs> I mean, the LCS, right. LCS Friday pick is GG upset 2.52. I think they lock it up. I don't Chris, know. Chris, what's your Friday? What's your pick for the for Friday? Yeah, I'll I'll go with Scoot. I'm gonna also pick GG first dragon seventy five to thirty eight. Give me that two point again value plus percentages. I love it. It's a solid pick. Can't disagree with that one. TSM first tower seventy five percent versus thirty eight percent. That's a great one. One point six eight. Super generous over there. I that's my one. Uh, it's I mean, there's quick a world and easy. Order. There's a world yeah. where all three hit, so... Oh, for sure. <laughs> like, it just depends on how they control them, what they prioritize, and what, what champs. I mean, we all know that, but it's 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 so nice, and we've had that in a couple of games where uh, we bet across, and, and it's paid out, and it's uh, it's delicious when that happens. We had a couple of uh, of uh, listeners who gave wanted us to focus on uh, uh, the Soqueto Brasileiro. Uh, CB Wall. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, the, we, the CB lol. That's yeah, right. That's a good Nick, abbreviation. You, I like it. I think it sounds good. Uh, you've yeah. Got Nikki, you've got Nikki trying to be super uh, accurate in the pronunciation. Yeah. And Scoot just comes in, CB lol. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what they asked about. Listen, uh, <laughs> specifically Friday matches, I think was the request. And I think that's kind of the point of this uh, podcast uh, midweek. Um, but yeah, we have Ince Prodigy, Kaboom Pain. Flamengo Keed and Santos Furio, which are now uppercut on uh, Friday. Early matches because of the time difference, I believe. Um, but, yeah, across the board, there's not, like, a ton here in terms of what we can do, but I think there are some good picks. I think You also have Kaboom and Payne going head-to-head, the top two teams in the league, um, which should be, honestly, an entertaining game based on the statistics. We'll see how that one plays out. I think you're going to have a prodigy upset. Right off the rip, I think Nikita agrees agrees with me on this. Um, I think we were talking about it. Like both teams are like Payne and Kaboom against the two of them. Uh, you were saying, oh, sorry, you, you you're still focusing on the first one. My bad. I, I'm getting a little bit too excited about the next one. Uh, but yeah, I think Prodigy could upset. I think Prodigy could could upset. I think there's also some value on Ince uh, first Baron if your book is offering props. Um, sixty one percent to thirty three percent, a little bit closer to that fifty percent mark that we don't really love. 
but I do think they're just a better team, and I think they'll come out stronger off the rip. Um, but there is there is the chance that Prodigy upsets, and I think there's value there as well. Uh, it just depends on how you really look at the game. Um, Prodigy does have an early game upper hand at 52.3% rating versus 44, and I think we've talked about this. It's, it's Your early game is only – or your late game is only as good as your early game, so I think if they get upper hand, you know, could could be some magic there. But, yeah, Kaboom Payne. Thoughts, Nikita? I think you have some passion about this game. Yeah, I, I, I just think, you know, but we're talking about it. Payne just has better stats across the board, significantly better ones. But then you kind of got to look at what's being offered on Kaboom, what a, and that's 2.26. Uh, you know, Chris Chris likes to always talk about the value. Hey, can, can we see that upset happening? I think yes. Do you guys agree? Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. I can, I can see this upset happening from the from the beginning. Yes, Payne is a better team overall. Um, more coordinated. I think they're marginally better in the late game based on the statistics, but they do have that gold percentage rating advantage of like 0.2, which is kind of like a pretty stark contrast between the teams. It just means they're dominating teams that they should dominate more than uh, Kaboom is. Um, they're also spending more gold, so – they're just ready to go. I think they're rearing by the mid-late game, and I think they'll pull this out um, if they're in, in a good position to. But Kaboom, at underdog value, I think you go low units on them, and then you throw pain in the parlay maybe um, in terms of finding your value there. So, yeah, yeah, I think just to that point, Kaboom isn't drastically worse. They're not the difference in the odds worse. Um Will pain win most likely, but for the value, you absolutely should be putting a unit on Kaboom because that it's a best of one still. Anything can happen. There's a lot of value there, and I could absolutely see Kaboom taking it over pain. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Friday's yeah, I think ones are not that exciting. If I'm honest, like I know that's what people wanted. We were chatting about, but it's kind of when we was looking at the stats and all of that. It's like the favorite across the board, apart from Prodigy versus INTZ, where I could see that upset. Uh, the others, I, I think Flamengo is significantly better than Keed and Santos is better than Uppercut. If you're live betting the Flamengo Keed game, um, I mean, they're close on record, 8 and 10, 6 and 12. Deeper dive, though, I mean, like Flamengo in the games they've lost have kept games closer, um, just played better overall. I think there's a huge difference that's not displayed on the record between the, between the quality of teams. Um, I don't see Keed closing the game out against them, to be honest, at all in the in the late game. So if you're live betting that game and if you're watching it, I think in your first 15 minutes, if Keed goes up, I think you're going to get good odds on Flamengo. Definitely stay up to date on that one. I'd watch it closely. Um, you could get some value there. And then, like, Santos' uppercut is not, like, super exciting for me. Um, I think, if anything, it's just a little closer than I expected. Uh, and like all of your barons, your dragons, your first blood are really just kind of 50 50 across the board. Um, I think to that point, right, you have um, Santos that can come in, you have a 1.4 there, you can get you know, INTZ a 1.45, make a nice little parlay that hits at 2.23. If you think that the uh, favorites are going to win. And all of a sudden, it's it's easy money, and it's an easy way for you to hedge against the pain, beating the shit out of Kaboom. No reason to take the extra risk there. Um, there's a way you can just p- pair those two uh, favorites and still get good value. 
I think in my eyes, you probably take, uh, I don't know. Uppercut just has value just because like they're not wildly outclassed in any stat category by Santos. Um, so, I mean, as underdogs, there is value there. They are the worst team, I guess, in terms of record and everything. But you know what? I don't really have a strong standing on this game. I think that's very clear. Um, I think it's mostly a stay away, in my opinion. So, Honestly, Friday games are just not that exciting. I, I want to dig into Saturday and Sunday, where that's where I think there's a lot of value. Uh, but I think we'll have to save that. But definitely, if you're into... Uh, CB lol, as uh, as it's called in America, um, I think it, it's <laughs> definitely worth um, tuning into because we'll go through that and there's a there's a lot of statistical picks and disparity between the teams uh, that are playing Saturday particularly and, and then a bit on Sunday, um, and the odds are are pretty generous I'd say so should definitely keep an eye out on that. Across the board, we got overall excited picks for Friday. I think, in my opinion, I'm taking my Rogue Schalke G2 parlay to the bank for 477. I'm also taking Rogue straight up. I'm taking Schalke straight up. Um, I kind of want the Misfits upset. I think the odds are good there. And if if nothing, the Misfits first dragon. Um, And then for moving into the LCS, personally, I'm not betting on the C9 dig game. There's no value there for me. Um, I think GG, 252, take that to the bank. And then finally, CB lol, as we like to call it. Uh, yeah, I probably taking Kaboom as the underdog straight bet. And then I'll parlay Payne and Flamengo together for a little a little better odds action and a little uh, free money maybe. Yeah. Way too many parlays for me. Chris? I love parlays. He is the parlay kid. Um, I think actually Flamingo Santos is a great parlay. I think you get a lot of value there for two teams that are probably going to take it. Um, happy to take Kaboom on the upset. There's just value there. But, you know, for me, I'm going to be looking at those statistics. I'm going to be looking at the Golden Guardians, First Dragon. I'm going to be looking at the Mad Lions to get let Misfits take the First Dragon there. Um, I'm going to be hammering the shit out of Schalke beating Fnatic with you. And then I also love the idea of XL beating Fnatic with a 2.66. So I'm I'm always about those upsets because if I hit, I have to go way less um, and still I come out on top if I hit, you know, half of those. And so that makes me happy. Less, and that's well, why less we love the LEC. Yeah, um, exactly. I'm with you on that. I mean, I guess to, to, to the the SK 2.84, I know I'm bullish on uh, G2, but I definitely see that. XL over OG, we talked about that. I think that's generous 1.89. I agree with a lot of your picks, guys. Um, huge, huge on Rogue over Mad at 2.1. That's way too generous. Uh, I think jumping over just like over the weekend, again, we've kind of touched on it. I think the a TSM first tower, uh, that's really good in their match against GG uh, or GG getting first dragon. That's also super generous. Those are two that that if you, either way, whichever one you believe in, I think are good. The stats basically reflect themselves. Seventy five percent for TSM, thirty eight percent for GG on first tower, first dra- uh, first dragon. GG gets it seventy five percent of the time. TSM gets it thirty eight percent of the time. So really could go either way. Um, and then, yeah, the Prodigy, I think they could really upset. That's the interesting one. Otherwise, I, I think Friday is, is pretty chilled. Um, 
I'm excited about the weekend though. There's a lot of opportunity Saturday, bid on Sunday. Um, so make sure you guys tune in for t- Saturday's update uh, because I think we're we're gonna have it's gonna be a good weekend. It's the last weekend of LCS and LEC before we take a break before playoffs, and we're gonna hit it hard and make a lot of money. Save the hot and bothered attitude for Saturday, buddy. I mean, I think I think for the most part that closes the book on episode three for us. You guys have any final thoughts um, at all? I don't know. We'll see if Big Money Blivs uh, can actually hit a parlay this this week. Not sure that'll ever happen, but I mean, <laughs> um, yeah, I think. I guess we've pretty much wrapped up. Uh, so I don't really think we have any final thoughts, but I do think that if you were following the Twitter last weekend, you would have made a lot of money. So I think it's worth you opening your goddamn phone right now, hitting that little blue bird app and following at gold underscore advantage on Twitter to keep up to date on the live picks of the weekend and the results there. Um, I think we covered it really well. I think Blibbon had some great gifs. And we're not going to argue about no, the pronunciation no, again. Stop Shut saying just. You're not, you're, honestly, not, you're not going to do stop. the sign off anymore if that's what you're going to say every time. Stop, stop. All right, I'm not going to say it anymore. Fine. Fuck you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Thank you for tuning in. Of course, follow at Golden on Discord. Note. <laughs> Twitter. Discord's being set up currently. Of course, it'll be in the progress every week from here on out. But <laughs> um, yeah, thank you for tuning in. We'll catch you guys next week. Reach out if you guys uh, want us to cover anything in specific. A couple of you guys have us, so uh, don't be shy. Peace.